Now I want to invite you, if you would, to go ahead and open your Bible or your app. We're going to be in uh, Psalm chapter 37. We're continuing a series entitled Fearless. And I want to invite you to join with us right now. Fearless. We're saying that we can be fearless with our faith and fearless in our confidence with God. For those of us that are PC users, there's a phrase that we're familiar with called a blue screen. A blue screen means that you have a bad moment. It's you're about to go into a crash. You're about to lose everything. You have to shut down sometimes, start over. That's bad news. Perhaps we're having a blue screen moment right now. It's like the businessman that I know it's in our church body just opened up a business and expecting customers to flow in. And right now that's not occurring. It's a blue screen moment. It's the It's the single mom that is having fewer hours and already struggling to make ends meet. It's it's the young adult, perhaps lost a job or fewer hours, and there's rent due, there's there's a car payment due, there's things facing them. It's it's the family scrambling, trying to get childcare taken care of during these unique times. And when things are challenging right now. It seems like our anxiety, our fear goes up. We're concerned about this and we're worried about that. We're living in uncertain times. Well, this weekend, I want to share with you, we can be fearless. And I I want to speak on the subject, trusting during uncertain times. You and I can trust during these uncertain times. And our scripture this weekend is found in Psalm 37, And it opens up in verse number one with this phrase, do not fret. We would say, don't worry. But in the Hebrew, that that word fret really is stronger. It's heavier weighted than just worry or fret. It has the idea of don't implode. In other words, the scripture is saying, don't lose heart. Don't throw in the towel. Don't jump ship. And perhaps... You're at that moment right now with everything going on, concerns piling up. You're thinking, I'd like to just get out of this. Perhaps it, it might seem like just closing up shop with the business. And some of us may be discouraged in a struggle we're having in the family or in the marriage. And there has been a, a, a faint thought in your mind of just walking away from it. I want to encourage us today. Don't jump ship. Don't implode. Don't give up. You see, our fears kind of inflate the despairs of life. It makes everything seem bigger and worse than it really is. We're wondering, can I make rent? Can I make the car payment? How will I make the the college loan payments? Everything becomes worse. It's even Netflix. I go through Netflix right now and there's all of these movies that deal with worldwide pandemics. And I'm going to tell you, that's not the kind of music, or excuse me, that's not the kind of movie I want to watch right now. I want a dose of the sound of music. I, I, I want to hear Julie Andrews begin to sing just a few of my favorite things. I, I need a change of pace because I, I can just think about all the worries and the concerns. You see, worry Worry is really believing that God won't get it right. And some of us were thinking that, God, are you going to get this right? God, are you going to pull through, help us pull through this moment? God, is it going to come to pass? That's worry talking to you. 
Bitterness is believing that God got it wrong. And some of us were kind of at that moment. God, do you really know what you're doing? God, did you miscalculate this moment? God, is it going to really come about? But trusting is believing that God will get it right. Trust is believing that God will get it right. Trust, it, it's relying. It's feeling safe. It's knowing that God is trustworthy in our life. Our motto in the United States is in God we trust. In God we trust. It's minted on every one of our coins. It's printed on every one of our uh, currencies, uh, uh, denomination of our currencies. In fact, this $1 bill here, right above the word one, it says, in God we trust. I'd like to invite you to take a dollar bill and turn it around where it has the one facing outwards and put a magnet on your refrigerator where you can see this every day in God we trust. And when you walk by, just touch it and pray, God, I'm gonna trust in you. It's a good reminder that we trust in the Lord. We can bank on God. We can count on God. In fact, this might be a good exercise for the family. Take a penny, a nickel, quarter, uh, lay it out on the table, dime, a dollar bill, $5 bill, $10 bill, and just have the children look for the phrase, in God we trust on the coins or the currency to remind them and to remind us in God we trust. Hashtag it, in God we trust. Declare it, I'm going to trust in the Lord. And some of us, it's actually during this COVID situation we're dealing with. We have been drawn closer to the Lord. Perhaps we've been distracted, gone about our daily routine and somewhat had sidelined God. Perhaps our spiritual passion had dulled a little bit. But right now, it's awakened your faith. It's drawn you closer to the Lord. And in this time, your trust and your confidence in God is being renewed. For you see, God's presence brings God's peace. You're already discovering that. As you have prayed more, as you have meditated more on the Lord, as you've contemplated the things of God, if you've drawn closer to God, God's presence has really brought more peace in your life. And this weekend, I have one thought I want to deposit in our heart, and it's this. Trusting God is an antidote for troubles. Trusting the Lord is an antidote for troubles in life. And again, it's found in Psalm 37, verse three and four. The scripture says, trust in the Lord and do good. I want you to notice the word Lord. If you have a print Bible or on your Bible app, the word Lord is capitalized, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital, capital D. I think it's almost saying, that if God is capitalized in our life, everything else is minimized in our life. Trust in the Lord and do good. When we trust in God, it's easy to do good. Dwell in the land, verse number three, and enjoy safe pasture. Hmm. Verse four, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. You know, you can't download faith you can't upload trust. You can't Google assurance. There's no software program to 
offset the wears and tears of life. There's no app for the mishaps of life. Our trust has to come out of a personal commitment and relationship to the Lord. And trusting is not God giving us what we want. Trusting is God knowing God will give us what we need. We trust in the Lord that he will take care of everything we need in life. And there are three levels of trust, three levels of trust, both in the, the secular and, and in the spiritual. There is the rules level of trust. There's what's called the knowledge level of trust. And there is the heart level of trust. Let me explain. The rules level, we trust because we know the rules. The person knows the rules. It's the student that goes to school for the first day. And the teacher, you don't even know really who she is, who he is, uh, anything about them. But they'll say, here's the rules. You do this, you do this. And you will just do it because of we just trust they know what the rules are. We fault. We don't know them, but that's the rules level of trust. We do it because we believe they know what they're doing. Then there's the knowledge level of trust. Again, it's a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant. We just believe they know what they're doing and we follow their advice because of their knowledge. That's all right. Some of us, our relationship with God is on the rules level. It's just the 10 commandments. Oh, I do what God tells me to do. I obey the laws and I do this. Others will, I know that God is the creator, etc. You're on the rules or the knowledge level. But there is a deeper level God is calling us to. And that's the heart level of trust. The heart level is that deep, that personal, that deepest devotion, that's praying our Father who art in heaven. That speaks of that heart level of trust. It's, it's what Jesus said with loving with all of your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, going, just giving God all of our, our being and all of our devotion. And God is calling us to that deepest level of trust, the heart level. Here recently, my youngest granddaughter, she's three years old, Camila. She came to the house just the other day. And as I always do, I say, but baby, I love you. And I'm trying to nurture and coax out of her for her to say that she loves me. I'm trying to nurture her to, to love her papa. Baby, I love you. Sometimes she'll say nothing. Baby, I love you. Baby, I love you. You love me. You love me. I'm coaxing. I'm trying to get her to speak to me and tell her that she loves me. I wonder if sometimes that's not an illustration of how we are with God. God's forever loving us. God's forever demonstrating his love. God's forever telling us in so many ways he cares for us. We can trust him. And sometimes we reply and sometimes we respond. Sometimes we see it, but sometimes we don't. Just like little Camila, the other day she was over. I said, baby, I love you. And right away she said, I love you, Papa. Oh, my heart melted. That was what I wanted. She just, on the first statement, I love her, she just responded, Papa, I love you. Now, I should have left well enough alone. What did I do? I said, baby, do you love Papa more than Cheez-Its? The little crackers, oh, she loves those little Cheez-It crackers. Do you love Papa more than Cheez-It? She said, no. Do you love me more than candy? She said, no. Do you love me more than your grandmother? She said, no. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I felt like I was demoted. And again, I think we do that with God. Sometimes God is saying in so many ways, he loves us. We can trust him. And sometimes 
We've dismissed God and we've set God aside. And then a moment in light comes like we're in right now. And it reminds us and it calls us back to trust the Lord with all of our heart. Again, let's go and look at verse number three. There's a statement. I believe it's worth hearing. Dwell, it says trust in the Lord and dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Their economy and their world was agriculture and livestock. That was their work and their livelihood. And God spoke to them, the, the Israeli people, in their own culture and their own language, and they understood it. Dwell in the land. Don't let anyone drive you out of your dream. Don't let anyone push you away for what God is doing in your life. Your, the land is where they lived. And pasture, speaking of, of livestock, tending the sheep, the animals, the goats, etc. That was their livelihood. And here's what God is saying. I'm going to take care of the place you live. It's not going to be taken from you. And I'm going to take care of your livelihood. Well, I think that speaks to us today. I think that says to you and I today, to the single mom, I think that speaks to the, to the family. I think that sp speaks to the husband, the wife. I, I think that, that, that speaks to the single mom, to the, to the student. I think it speaks to the senior citizen. It speaks to all of us. God's going to take care of our homes and our livelihood. Don't listen to the worry and the concerns and the issues around you. Focus and trust in the Lord. For you see, faith, faith holds out for God. And many of us, we're walking by faith. We're holding out for God to come through. Right thing to do. We're holding out for God to bless. We're holding out for God to see us through this. Faith holds out for God. Trust holds on to God. To God. Right now, just cling to the Lord. You don't have to know what's going to happen tomorrow. You just know today you can trust the Lord. Again, Psalm 37, verse number 24. It says, and the person that trusts in the Lord, though he may stumble, and I might put my name in there, though Jim Ryan may stumble, though we may stumble, the Bible says that we will not fall. I like that. God is almost telling us, yes, it's going to happen. There's going to be weak moments. There are going to be doubts. You are going to have setbacks. But though you stumble, you will not fall. That's worth saying. That's worth declaring. Maybe in that comment section right now as you're watching, you'll just say, I believe that. Yes, I will not fall. Declare that. I will not fall. I may have stumbled, but I'm not going to fall. He goes on to say, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I like that. God is going to uphold us. We may stumble, will not fall, because God is going to uphold us. What is it telling us? You stumble? Yeah. You had a setback? Yes, we have. But you may tremble on the rock, but the rock's never going to tremble under you. You may have a weak moment, but God's not going to walk out on you. God's not going to give up on you. God's not going to let you fail in this moment. That is his promise. And he will not fail. We walk through life. The Lord is going to uphold us. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You may not know what's going to happen tomorrow. You may not know 
But you know one thing, God's not going to let you go. You may not know, but God won't let you go. God is going to stand by you with his promise. That's what he said he would do. Years ago, Denise and I, I was in Bible college. It was just, a, we were just a couple of time. We didn't have children. We were trying to pay our Bible school bills and everything else. And I'll tell you, we were poor. We, we were poor. We just barely had enough to get by. I say we were so poor. Denise would go down to KFC to lick other people's fingers. That's how poor we were. And I remember at one particular time, I wanted to give Denise a gift for a special occasion. And I had no money. We had no money. I couldn't buy her a gift all, at all. There was nothing I could do for her. But I bought her a card and I decided to write her a check. Now for generation Z, let me just tell you, a check is a piece of paper that you could write on. You could sign your name and put an amount and you could take it to the bank and they would give you money for it. That's what a check is. I decided to put a check in the envelope to get her. And I wrote her a check for $500,000. Yes, I wrote her a check for a half a million dollars. The only stipulation was she couldn't cash it. There was no money in the bank. But I thought for a moment it would make her feel good and she could tell people, my husband gave me a half a million dollars, but she couldn't cash the check. I think that's where some of us are. God sent his son Jesus to the cross. He paid the price for our sin. He was the sacrifice for our redemption. By his stripes we're healed. He's the Jehovah Jireh that provides. He guides us. He cares for us. He get, he's given us a purpose to live for. God has given us a hope to live for. And sometimes we don't think God's going to take care of us. Here's what I want to encourage you. It's time to cash the check. Yes, you believe in God. He's your savior. He's your king. He's your provider. He's your healer. He's your guardian. He's your strength. He's your peace. He's your grace. He's your faithful high priest. He's your loving God. He's your righteousness. He's the one you can go to. He's the heavenly father. God is there for us in any experience of life. He heals. He provides. He guards. He protects. It's time to cash the check. It's time to go to God and say, God, I trust you for my family and for my livelihood. I trust you for everything. And then verse number 19 of this chapter. Verse 19, it almost seems like it was written for COVID-19. For what we're experiencing right now, COVID-19, it seems like verse 19 was written for that. And it declares, Psalm 37, 19. In times of disaster, you will not wither. That's God's promise. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. It's almost like God, verse 19, is giving us a promise for this day we live in. You're not gonna wither and you're gonna enjoy plenty. I speak that into your heart. This is the time to step into trust. If you've wandered from the Lord, God's calling you back. You can trust in the Lord. You say, but I failed God. Though he stumble, God knows we stumble. But God's heart is calling you back now. You can recommit to Jesus right now. 
You can re-surrender your heart to the Lord. You can renew your faith in the Lord right now. And I invite you to that moment to personalize your faith in Jesus. And if you're committing to Jesus for the very first time, if you're saying, Jesus, come into my heart, Jesus, I trust you, I'm turning my life over to you. If this is your making new moment or you've wandered from God and you're recommitting, I'm going to invite you in the comment section just to type in Jesus. When you type in Jesus, what you're saying is, I'm recommitting to the Lord or I'm committing to the Lord for the first time. So in that comment, just put Jesus. What a good thing to call. Call upon Jesus and God will hear your prayer. God will hear the prayer of your heart. We're going to pray right now. And I'm going to invite you, if you're in the living room with family, friends, whatever the setting is, maybe you can kind of huddle together. And I'm going to invite dads. I'm going to invite the husband of the home. As I pray, I want you to pray. Dad, I want your family to hear your voice. Pray, God bless my family. It doesn't need to be eloquent. doesn't have to be polished. But when it's your voice, lifting up your heart, and leading your family and blessing them. It's powerful. I'm going to pray. If you're alone, you're just one person watching on an app, that's all right. You pray together with me. Father, I bless your people. I thank you that in times of distress, we can call upon the Lord. That trust is an antidote in times of trouble. And I speak to your people, though they've stumbled, they will not fail, for your right hand will hold them up. And I claim the promise of verse 19 for COVID-19. God turned back the famine. God turned back the disease, turned back the, the pestilence, turned back, God, this terrible disease that has stricken the world. Let us look to you and let us see your hand at work in people's lives. I pronounce favor and blessing on them in Jesus' name, amen.